You're listening to Housewives on Display with Jay. And Jay. And so everyone, I'd like you to please join me in welcoming back to the pod a fellow quick-witted Black Bravo podcaster and also digital entertainer with over 100k downloads, taster, and maybe future brand ambassador of Vita Tequila, and a mug cake baker. I have Monty from Mixing with Monty podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh my God, Vita Tequila, please do sponsor me. I live. (laughs) You said it was good though, right? It's really good. Like, it's really good. I cannot even lie. Like, I have to admit, it's probably one of the best perks or things like I've ever been sent or been told that I could, should talk about or anything like that. It was like, hey, like, love you, that kind of thing. And she was just mm-hmm. like, we need to send you. I was like, listen, I love tequila. Let's, <laughs> let's do this. And she was like, well, we need to send you one. I said, yes, yes, we do. And she sent it. And I honestly reviewed it because they didn't ask me to it was more like a you know you know things sometimes people will send you things like with Mm -hmm. no clear instructions just because they don't want to pay for it and that's fine I'm a very cheap date so I was like yeah I'll just take a free bottle of tequila and I was shocked I did it live on my stories and I was like it's actually delicious it's very smooth wow so where would you rank it right um I would give it I I'm a big i I kind of compare everything to, for me, 1800 silver. I know everybody likes Patron. I think Patron is actually a little bit too rough. Like it chooses violence at the end. The yes. last tale of Patron could sometimes really like kick you. I don't no, love seriously. that. I don't love it. I think that we just have a history of letting to prove how strong we are. And that's why we mm. love it. <laughs> but 1800 silver for me is like one of my favorites. I will drink it any day of the week. And I think that this one is a touch lighter. And that's one of the things I like about it. Like it's hard to explain, but as soon as you drink it, it's light. Like it doesn't burn automatically, but when it gets in your stomach, it, you are warm. You are warmed. Okay. I'm going to have to try it. And I, I know you're really selling it. I'm not going to no, lie. You I, need listen, a sponsorship. I did it the first day I did it. I hadn't eaten. It was like noon, right? And I went to Whole Foods. I was drunk in a Whole Foods on one shot. And I promise you, I am not so many years. I mean, it's a few, but I'm not so many years removed from college that I should be drunk on one shot. I know better than that. My body is better than that. Mm-hmm. So it's very good. And it, it was a slow one. Like it doesn't it doesn't build you up quickly and it doesn't let you down quickly. I was drinking like an hour and a half. It was great. Oh, wow. Okay. It's very good for drink. And if it was in a drink, I would not find it. That's what makes it great. Okay, Vita. Yeah. I mean, I, it's hard for people to find. I think she didn't anticipate people literally wanting to find it just to have it after the show. But it, it's really cute. It's a very nice bottle. And it comes with an actual, or at least she sent it to me, but I'm pretty sure it comes with, if you buy it from like her store or something, it comes mm-hmm. with a card of suggested cocktails that it works best with, like the recipes. Oh, and it's awesome. really cute on like little pink paper. Like she gives me a very Elle Woods vibe, like, you know, scented resume, like from okay. Lady Blonde. <laughs> it's like, here's why my drink's great. And here's what exactly how you should drink it because this is what's going to make it better and you love me and pay me more. It's very Lisa Barlow. Like I'm literally controlling how much fun you have with my own product. Any word on Ola and See You Die tequila or not yet? 
<laughs> no, I want to say she's leading with Vita for a reason. I don't know what that okay. reason is, but it definitely does feel like though she has all these subsidiaries, this one's probably the most successful. I saw before the show started, she like did a private tasting and match up like, with different courses, um, men, like dinner in Utah. So it seems like this is the one that she really wants to promote and put out, probably just because it's the better one that's selling. But at the same time, I know plenty of people who are like, I can't find it, girl. And I'm like, yeah, tough titties. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to space this one out, but it's very good. <laughs> I live. I love that. Yeah, because I'm an avid tequila drinker. I'll drink any love tequila. love tequila. Obviously, some, a lot, are better than others. Um, but, you know, I'll keep a lookout. Hopefully, maybe I'll find in, like, a boutique liquor store, question mark? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think it definitely depends on where you are. And then um shipping because i think the thing is the girls went straight to total wine and more and that is like they're gonna be at like top volume in sales okay. so they're she, she's probably not at least not while she was probably doing the show or anything or during covid producing at a total wine and more order level that's high like that's probably gotta yeah. be high so like, that's warehouse type you know so maybe uh like you said at a, at a boutique liquor store that might happen all right you guys hear it here? Mai has given Vita Tequila her blessing. Um, it's not a hoax. It's not a fake housewives scheme. It's no, it's a real business. Mm-hmm. No toast forever and over here. <laughs> Poor Sonia. She'll never let that down. Okay, so I have a little game because, you know, we always like to do a little game when we have a guest. I'm going to call it Oh, Mother Teresa. Oh. So basically, I'm okay. just going to list some of the fights that Teresa has gone into on the show. And I want you to tell me if Teresa was the saint or the sinner in that situation. Okay. Okay. Right? Amazing. Okay. So the first one is Teresa versus Jacqueline Marita. And to describe it, I just put everything because there was just a whole saga <laughs> of how their relationship kind of went awry. But in that case, was Teresa the saint or the sinner? My relationship with Teresa is so complicated. I'm sure we'll get into it later. I would say... Teresa was the saint. Yeah, Jacqueline was unhinged. And it took us a while to find out. Like, with Teresa, I feel like she was... We kind of knew who she was pretty early on. But with Jacqueline, every season, it got worse and worse. And she was crazier and crazier. So mm -hmm. I would have to make her the center. And so Teresa, yeah, I guess she's the saint. Okay, so... We'll say she's the same for that one. So for Teresa versus Danielle, in this particular instance, I'm talking about the prostitution whore, fucking engaged 19 times, cop without a badge fight. Mm. I would say Teresa was on another level, but I still think she was the same. I think she was just a little bit like pre-evolved. Like she was a little before her time because Danielle is kind of the devil. There's nothing there. There is no soul. So she was a little ahead of her time. <laughs> I live for you saying Danielle is, is the devil. And Danielle is completely the devil and she's the saint to me. I <laughs> famously, honestly, I realized it today that like I always choose the wrong sides of fights, like actively as they're happening. I can't help it. So like during the Danielle saga, honestly, I was kind of on Danielle's side because like, yeah, she was a shady ass bitch, but all of these other women are like mobbed up and they have their men. And so she's like <laughs> at a disadvantage naturally. 
So she's like fighting for her life kind of, and she feels attacked by them. So then them pulling this whole gotcha on her in front of everybody on the finale, like I felt bad for Dale in that situation. So yeah, I'm going to say Teresa's the center and Dale's the same. I mean, is there really a wrong side in Housewives? I don't think there really is. I think people think, and you know what's crazy is I've seen so many comments in one day being like, I can't imagine someone not being on someone's side, one of the two, Mm -hmm. Jackie or Teresa, after last night's premiere. And I'm like, girl, imagine it. And this is what happens. There's really no right or wrong. There's really who better defends their position. Right, it's whose angle you're more willing to see, really. Right. Yeah. So I no, actually, I, that's so true. But you know, you know how the people get. They make you feel like it's a right and a wrong. So I'll say I'm always, I'm usually in the minority. I'll frame it that way. Mm, I see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next one I have is Teresa versus Joey and Melissa, the christening fight. Oh. Ah, I just watched this episode like within a week ago and I remember it very differently or see I saw it very differently than I remembered it I that one's really tough because Joey A was insanely drunk not that that's an excuse but it definitely (laughs) exacerbated everything he was super duper drunk he just started banging on things almost immediately um uh i don't know i I honestly think they're both absolved of all their sins at that one the pope is fine with with both with with all parties involved because Teresa's husband at the time he was trash he did randomly charge at joe like it was very random and then it kept going and joe had a lot of joey had a lot of built up feelings and Teresa was there but she it did look like she just came over to say congratulations on on camera and the only problem with, is with that, they were so new as a housewife show and new as a TV show. You know, the producers probably did tell her, go say congratulations to them. And they are, Melissa and Joe are new to the show. So they don't know that everything's prompted by a producer at that point. Mm-hmm. They weren't driving their own storylines yet. So they're like, why are you telling us this now? And she's like, because I, you know, I said it at the church and she did say it at the church, but they also looked out in the crowd and she was never there. So I think it's a draw. Like, I really do think that Teresa was in the wrong, but she was dealing with her husband's stomach problems. And then the couple <laughs> is in the wrong because Joey went left so fast. Yes. Yeah, he really did. We both watched that episode like semi recently too. So like, it is true when you're re-watching it, it's actually a lot more equal. Like, yeah. Joe charged like Joe by Joe GODJ. He charged Joey. Yeah, sure. But Joey was also acting like a maniac. And it, to his wife. To his wife. Like he is snapping. He's calling her garbage. We kind of talked about the seating arrangement. She's all the way across the fucking banquet hall. He doesn't even give a fuck about her because she showed up late. Like it's all of that context that matters. And it's like, ooh, like honestly. No one got killed. Let it be up to Joe Judice. He would have off someone that day, but no one got killed. Yeah. So it's a win for sure. Not to mention, I mean, yes, all those things are true. Joy was on another level. And I was like, this is so inexcusable. But at the same time, I keep thinking like they're siblings and siblings fight on a level that sometimes can be so disgusting and they yeah. will literally be fine later. The problem is their spouses obviously don't have that same rapport with each other or, you know, anybody else involved. Not to mention 
Teresa does act like, though she has great reasons for doing things, that it's always appropriate. She only has to basically dispel that information when she chooses to. Like, we did see her, you know, for those people who haven't seen it in a while, you do see her struggling with her husband. You know, he, he's not feeling well, struggling with her kids, getting them out of the door. Gia has a, you know, a recite, a, a gymnastics thing. And she like throws Gia under the bus when she gets there. And she's like, tell Uncle Joey, you're sorry for missing it. And Joey's like, I'm not going to put that on a child, one. But also, there's nothing she can do wrong. She had to go to the gymnastics thing. But Teresa never tells anybody anything. She's not texting them like, hey, I'm late because she's just showing up like you should just be happy I'm here. And it just right. doesn't work that way. Right. And what's also tough about that with the Joe Joey dynamic is the whole no-no of it all. And how yes. like Joey feels like his father's ripped away from him is playing daddy to Joe Judice, who already has a dad, but also is like his dad's best friend and his preferred son, Loki. Yeah, so that he's home, not working. And he can spend time with him. Exactly. <laughs> I, I have a crimes. mob theory. Um, have you ever watched The Sopranos? I Okay, so I have and I haven't. Like, I've seen it and I don't know what happened because I was very young when I watched it. I used to, like, sneak it on the HBO and, like, hit the mm-hmm. last button when someone would walk in. That's, what oh, I, yeah. that's how I watched it. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic. So, But you understand the a general concept. Like, there's a consigliere, yes. which is, like, yes. the person who is the sidekick. He's kind of the one that gives the best advice. He's not as hot-headed, but he's like the calmer one. I like to flip the mm-hmm. theory that Nono was Joe Judice's consigliere. And I think that's why they spend so much time together. And that's why they were at home together all the time. And also mm. once Joe got deported, Nono went to go see him before even Teresa and the kids. I just think there's a dynamic there, allegedly. Yeah. So I find their relationship fascinating. Yeah, R.I.P. No, no, I miss that man and his lo- uh, his octopus making self at eight a.m. <laughs> I just think, I mean, it. I feel like it just says something that, you know, no, no, just preferred Joe Judice over Joey. Like Joey can be mad and kind of you know displace his anger with, you know, toward or on to whoever he wants. But obviously, there's something that you're not doing that your father just seems to not really you know, like you for. So I feel like there was definitely something deeper there. What if you're both right and, like, there is some kind of mob situation and then, like, Joey deciding to go out on his own and do something legit, like construction, because he wanted to make sure, like, his kids and stuff were good, really offended the fuck out of no-no. For sure. When you come from a family like that, it's, like, implied. It's like you're giving jeans like your dad is fucking Michael Jordan. You better play some fucking basketball. Your dad's LeBron. You better play some fucking basketball. It's that kind of thing. So I can imagine no-no as, like, Mm-hmm. a big guy in this town mm-hmm. didn't like that Joey did that is, which is exactly why probably Teresa was like I knew nothing about the finances I just signed stuff because if they're washing or whatever like you know all alleged but if they're doing anything like that she is probably like her dad's decision that she knows as least as possible because you know so not implicate his daughter which would mm-hmm. also make sense as to why again her mother was worried sick when she was in the jail because she's like well I didn't expect it to affect my kids and stuff like this but if joey didn't go into this world Mm. he's gonna obviously yes get close with the other one but it's also like a slap in the face like you think you can do just so much better all the life i gave you and you can't do this with me like really it gave you all this life and opportunity like it's a slap in the face it's disrespectful (gasps) 
you're bringing life to this theory. I love, I just love when someone contributes to a theory. It takes it one step further. Oh yeah, I love a good conspiracy theory of Bravo, honey. <laughs> I got my Bravo tinfoil hat ready every day. Oh, I, every, <laughs> yeah, I live. Every I live one of them. Have you ever had um, Oh No Bravo on? No, Chelsea, no, no. but I'm oh, very God. aware of the content. Absolutely <laughs> reach out because she l- lives for a tinfoil hat moment. She brings it to my show all the time. I'm like, girl, <laughs> this is far-fetched, but I'm into it. Like, she loves it. She eats this theory up. I love you calling it a tinfoil hat. Are you getting that from Better Call Saul? I, honestly, I got it from her. Well, she got it from that, yes. <laughs> I need it, to ask her Because she it keeps bringing it to my show. She's like, all right, I'm going to bring on my Bravo tinfoil hat. I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's drop in, people. <laughs> I think it's a better call Star Evans. I definitely have to ask her if it is. That's funny. Yes. <laughs> okay, so the next one I have is Teresa versus Kathy. The you abandoned baby Adriana in the carriage, the christening fight argument. I mean, Kathy, don't love her now, but back then I really did like Kathy and her family and that we did definitely watch that baby just sit there <laughs> and Kathy usher a, a large amount of children just like out of a general vicinity of violence that just kept escalating right. and attracting more people like an amoeba like it was just growing <laughs> and growing and growing and these kids are small so if grown people if like a producer can fell and grown people were falling a child probably really would have been hurt so she did the right thing to me and there was nobody there she did it yeah i do understand that except for like you just said like, there were other kids there so to try to make it seem like it was only baby Adriana that was left by, like, you know, on her own. Oh, okay. It was a little unfair. Also, at the end of the day, we are at a private family event. We're in an enclosed space. It's not like Teresa left her on the street. And I just, you know how Teresa is about her kids. So I feel like yes. Kathy knows that. So I feel like Kathy was kind of not, she wasn't wrong. It was mm. very Libra of her. She wasn't wrong, technically. But you know that that was going to, you know, fuck with Teresa. Like, you knew mm-hmm. that was going to bother her. Boy, don't we know that. <laughs> don't bring up the children. <laughs> As we will see later on. But yeah. Uh, Jay, what are you thinking? Saint or sinner? Kathy was a bitch for throwing it at her like it was a bad thing. But also, Teresa, you have to be cognizant. Maybe this kind of shit you should have moved your kids for. So I'll put that one as a draw, kind of, sort of. Um, yeah maybe Teresa should just be aware like you know before you enter a space with your crazy Italian family just be prepared for a possible brawl to break out <laughs> pretty much I thought like that's a reasonable expectation um <laughs> okay so the next one I have is Teresa versus Joey and Melissa again the Lake George fight mm. When it comes to them, and, you know, and Teresa, I always fault Teresa and not in a way of like condemning. I honestly want, I don't love Melissa. I just want her to be loved by Teresa. I am a big underdog rooter. I like to see the underdog win. And to me, it's not enough that Melissa has developed her own fan base and her own storyline and full-time position on this show because it seems like it's never going to be enough even for her until Teresa loves her. So anytime her and Teresa are into something, I'm just like, Teresa, you hold all the cards and the power. You are the most powerful bitch on this stage. Can you please just tell her you like her? Just give her a little bit. Say, I love you and let's move on. Mm -hmm. Which one is the Lake George fight? Remind me. That's when um, 
uh, which we'll call it Joe, Joey called her like garbage or something like that. And she went back out to Joe, who was like, that word. She was like, he called me garbage. Oh, when they were at therapy, that therapy session yeah, with the Dr. V. With Ke- okay. With Ke- too. Is that the one she gets on her knees? Yeah, she's yeah, like, I'm here hey, begging you. She is Please, like, we are begging you. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm like, listen, she's unhinged. And Teresa does not ever care. Like, Melissa and Joey could be disintegrating in front of her eyes. Like, if you tell us you love us, we will literally be whole. And she goes, well, just keep hoping. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, Tree is in the wrong in, for that one for me, too. I totally agree, especially in that fight, because like you said, she holds the cards. All she had to do, wasn't it her idea to do this whole thing? Like, babe, it's going to be some apologizing. It's going to be some backing down. And she didn't want to do any of it. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Everything for Teresa is a condition. Like, all of her love is conditional for mm-hmm. everyone else in her family but her kids, which I guess is great for the kids. But for Melissa and Joey, it's always, you didn't X, Y, and Z. And to me, I don't think they actually could, it, since the christening at least, they really could not have been better family members, especially now. Like, they really did step in to make sure her kids were good. And I don't know how you don't forgive everything after that. Like, you, your crimes, you doing crimes, put your kids in a line of danger, and your brother and sister-in-law stepped in to make sure that they had some stability. We're, we, we're good. Like, at that point, everything has to be squashed. Yeah, totally. Like, Joe is away now too and now you have to really reevaluate the whole situation because a lot of this was your beef with them because of him mm-hmm. yep so that puts her in a really tough position so i want to see her just come into this a little more humble a little more understanding a little nicer yes yeah i mean we won't ever see that but yeah <laughs> <laughs> sounds good though yeah right great in theory i love that um, Teresa versus Caroline as Italian as the Olive Garden. Ha ha, laugh, funny. <laughs> that was funny. I'm team Teresa on that one. Jesus, <laughs> I laughed so. Also, that was the stage that was the blue dress, right? I think that was the blue dress reunion. And I remember thinking, as much as you can say about Teresa, I've never since then seen a housewife be able to take on the entire stage by themselves, like unfazed. The woman came out unscathed. She did not back down from anything. And whether you love her or hate her, that is a quality in a housewife that we don't typically get to see. So I love that she literally had words and fights and retorts for every single person. And no matter what, at the end of the day, she felt like she was not wrong. You could not tell her otherwise. And I think that's strong qualities. Right. I think it's actually crazy that she was able to hold her own because as we all know, as I mentioned on our story today, like Teresa's no wordsmith. She, you know, she makes her own stuff, ingredients, and she... (laughs) Coming! Come on. You know what I mean? She says (laughs) her own own shit up. So it's not like, um, like, she's not a wordsmith. So the fact that she's able to hold her own, like, on the stage with, against all of these women, and, like, come out looking pretty damn good, I, is quite the feat. Aha, laugh funny is like uh-huh. the, the simplest uh-huh. retort, but it was very funny to me. <laughs> because she knew it wasn't a fucking joke to Caroline. That's that was that's the guess. That's my favorite part of the whole thing is Caroline's literal her whole personality trait is that she's Italian. And <laughs> Teresa is the one that speaks Italian. She's the one that came from native country. Like so she has that one up on her. So she couldn't wait to use that. I mean, listen, her husband got deported. 
to the country. Her, her exactly. family is real Italian. And Caroline's family was really as Italian as the Olive Garden. So it was not a bad distinction. Also, my second favorite thing is, Monty, you brought up the blue reunion dress. I'm obsessed with the, the idea of, like, I, my favorite season of Jersey is season four because of that that season, that blue reunion dress was filmed the night after the finale for the next season. And then in that green pageant dress, she also has to defend herself and go at everybody again because of that yes. whole Melissa stripper thing. This mm. is back when they used to have them girls working like back to back to back. And they got a week off. Having them do it again. I heard Potomac, they're like almost halfway done Damn. with their season. And they started filming very closely after season five and the same thing happened the year before where they were filming when we saw season four i remember october is when i went to monique's event like her podcast event mm -hmm. and that timeline is very 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 close to when season four aired season five aired and then now the it, it's it it hasn't even been a, a full year since they started filming again and they're almost done so they're making remember the they work. did this really weird thing at the end of the season four Potomac finale and they did like the speed up and it was like two months later speed up like four months later speed up like six months later I was like wow yeah. they don't give them a fucking break no and I think they know it is because the momentum for Potomac is now so big that they kind of just have to let it ride like they have to see where this goes oh I love that mm. um yeah and of course I'm team Caroline's the center I hate Caroline she's entertaining but I do not like Caroline, so I'm going to pay her I don't either. every time. I think she's very boring. I don't get the allure. I don't get it. I don't get the spinoff. Everyone loving the manzos. Right. Everyone wanting them back. I think the whole family is boring. I don't find them to be that entertaining. The only <laughs> thing I find entertaining is me analyzing how she's a joke, and it's funny to me how serious she thinks her life is, and she is she a right. little joke. She really oh, wants to be the Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, babe, you've raised three kids that all still suckle your teeth, and um you your husband and you have a marriage that i don't know i don't see a lot of lust so i don't know what the deal is but she thought she had it all one thing about my family I'm like, oh, <laughs> we're girl. thick as thieves calm down you're so thick you're literal sick you have a million sisters how can you be thick, thick as thieves first of all and dina don't fuck with you there's multiple sisters that have beefs with you number one dang number that's unfortunate I've seen how you used to interact with Lauren. I don't know if it's changed now, but you used to take her out. And to the point where like Andy had to address some of the concerns of the viewers on the reunion. It was Absolutely. Like, a lot of people seem to think that you are kind of harsh with Lauren. She said, well, I'm not going to tell her she's pretty, but she's fat. So that was a bit of a disconnect. Ooh. Um, and there was some self-loathing there because in the group, Caroline was the fat girl quote-unquote right i'm about to say girl pot meat kettle right exactly <laughs> okay um okay two more so Teresa versus danielle again the posh fashion show home in foreclosure beat it into the scalp hair pull mm. Teresa's the saint danielle literally has no life inside of her and kim d was the thirstiest <laughs> piece of trash that i've ever seen that i loved but i always sided with Teresa with Kim D only also because it always united her and Melissa. And I love that. I, again, I really want them to get along. <laughs> For Joey's sake, can y'all please just yeah. 
please like he just yeah. wants it he doesn't want to have to choose and i can imagine because Teresa is still jealous of this woman because she feels like she doesn't have access to her brother but it, really all she has to do is tell this girl i'm interested in getting to know you that's really it and the only thing they've ever bonded over is kim d being like a common enemy so anti kim d anti danielle yes Teresa is the saint also kim d came for her like danielle and her came for her on her show so um, and for the same reasons, I'm going to say the exact opposite thing. I'm going to say Danielle <laughs> is my saint. And you already know how I feel. I pick Danielle anytime it comes to Teresa. I, and again, I feel like Danielle's ganged up. Even the person that's on her side is Kim D, who was a f fucking op, who will go tell the other side on her. So she was really at a huge disadvantage. Mm. Mm, okay. Uh, and the last one, Teresa versus Joe Judice. Life in general. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't really support ever the understanding that women know nothing. I never believe in no matter how dumb as rocks Teresa could be. I don't believe that. However, and I don't think that she's absolved in all of the crimes of what, you know, went down with them as a couple. However, her husband was an actual literal piece of shit. Mm. I've not seen very many as bad as them. I mean, he literally got her sent to jail. Mm. Once I go to jail, we're no longer okay. We were not okay when I had to walk into the court. Right. But you know what's crazy? I still think that she would have been okay with it had her mom not died. I think that really shook her to her core. I think so too, because she lost time, but I think she never would have know, known that she would have had that lost time if it hadn't been for the fact that she had to go to jail. And that's the issue. Yes, she might've known the risk, but at the same time, your job as a mobster or anything else is to make absolutely sure that your spouse is absolved. Otherwise, who will literally take care of your children? Right. Do whatever you have to do. Like yeah. whatever you have to do, especially if you know you married a woman as dumb as rocks. Absolutely. Mm. Okay. You know how I feel about Giuseppe. I had, yeah, he's he's a bag of trash. Absolutely, there's not a debate about it. Something about him is funny to me, and something about him I find kind of endearing. Like what you find this Joe to be endearing? I do like yeah. in a mobster Tony Soprano way, like in the same way, like in the in the Sopranos, you hate Tony, but like also you respect him. Like I feel like the difference though is that he, like you said, he failed at his mission. He got her caught. He got caught. He got deported. So that is the only reason why I'm going to say that he has to be the center in Teresa the Saint because it wasn't her job to make sure that they were okay. It was his. But I if things had gone differently and he hadn't gotten her away, like, had he just continued to live his, his horrible life, I think she would have stayed in it. And I think they would have been, just kept doing it. I think they loved each other and they were, like, really happy. If the, all this didn't happen, I just think they was, they're each other's lobster. I don't know. Wow. Okay. All right. I mean, listen, I kind of like Joe Judice myself. I think he's kind of funny. He's funny to me in, in like a Caroline way, where it's like I'm not laughing with him, I'm laughing at him. Like, right? I, I think he's such a joke that it's funny to me. Um, 
and like I said earlier, like I still think that Teresa still would have stayed by him had she not had to go to jail. Ooh, I shouldn't say had she not had to go to jail, but had she not lost all her time with her mom right. because she went to jail. Exactly. Yeah, um, I get that. Okay, so based on our results, it looks like Teresa might have to repent just a little bit, a couple, you know, Hail Marys and a little Our Fathers, and I think she'll be forgiven. Cool. Good old, you know, good old Teresa. So for everyone listening, we are obviously talking about the season 11 premiere of Real Housewives of New Jersey. So season 11, episode one, titled See You Next Tuesday, question mark. Um... As you know, like before every episode, we like to grade it on an A plus to F scale. So what's everybody giving it? Monty, you go first since you are our guest. Um, this premiere, I would probably give it, um, I'd give it an A minus. I gave it in like a 91. Okay. Literally, I was going to say I'd give it a 91% yeah. on the <laughs> freaking dot. Like, <laughs> it was so good and refreshing and I I'm not a huge Jersey person like yeah I like Jersey but it's not like especially the newer seasons I don't get as excited Mm -hmm. but it got me excited so I was like okay like I'm gonna take that and run with it okay um I'm okay with giving an A minus too I like Jersey particularly though I like the older you know older Jersey seasons it's kind of like a little yes washed um and andy lied to us last year i I don't know how you feel about last year monty but andy promised us an explosive season and that season was underwhelming to me (laughs) yeah they lie a lot and i'm not gonna lie they have started to get us to lie to i'm not i'm not gonna lie i won't say much (laughs) i I won't i won't say much more that revoke my privileges but they absolutely do get the girls to lie because and also i think it comes with a level of excitement like in a corn let me tell you something had this premiere come out last year in the middle of like even same time but in the middle of last year when we were first starting to stay home oh my god i I think jersey was the greatest show on television after one episode Mm -hmm. but now we've had a little bit of like a taste of some seasons pre-covid some seasons done particularly well or badly in covid and now it's like okay what are you giving me different? Like, give me something else. What I will say is I give where, where Jersey even got to the A scale. Cause though I thought that the episode itself was like, it was cute. It was okay. What I will say is they got to this fight or this sit down with Jackie and Teresa so fast. And I really appreciate that because on the West coast and even maybe New York, we would have built, built to this for a long time, a few weeks. And it would have been explosive in New York and been over in like a minute, but we would have, it would have taken time for us to get there. They waste no time in Jersey. And I really appreciate that. That was an excellent way to put it. That's so true. It did move fast paced in a way that Atlanta's not moving as fast paced. So it was just nice <laughs> to see in contrast, mm. except for this next week of Atlanta is going to be fast paced. Finally, Bolo the long dong stripper here to cobble some peaches. I'm so ready. <laughs> I've never been more lit for a recent episode. Like, I can't remember the last time I wrote it in my calendar. Like, this is <laughs> the episode. I love this. Since you're here, how do you feel about Salt Lake City? 
Like, how do you feel about it as a franchise? How did you feel about their first season? I just want to get your quick thoughts. I thought that the season was fine for a first season. I actually thought it was really fine. I thought it did well for a first. I've seen some first really flop that I think people don't recognize. As far as, you know, I think it definitely sets a precedent that if you're ever going to do a new season of a new city, they need to just never pick up a city again that doesn't already know their housewives. That's a number one. They need to know their housewives. That It, it, it makes a very big difference for us as viewers. For them, they all put on a show, and I think that it's unraveling very quickly in the reunion, and I think it's definitely going to set a tone and a precedent for the following seasons, because I've always said I love a second season. People call it a second season glow up. I call it a second season um, deterioration, basically, because I think that no one can survive the same facade they put up for two seasons in a row, and I think we're starting to see that kind of peel back at the reunion where it's all kind of coming crashing down and I'm living for it. And that's how they got three, three, three parts out of this reunion. I think that it's a decent cast. I do think it's probably the best we're going to get out of Utah though. I'm sorry. I think this is probably it. So we might as well just get used to it and see how far we can push them. Okay. Just one more question. Do, if you think one person is going to have the most drastic season two change downfall, what did you call it exactly? Mm-hmm. Uh, the deterioration. The deterioration. Who are you giving the award to most deteriorated? Um, it was originally Jen. I think it's going to be Lisa. And it's mainly because mm-hmm. I think okay. Jen puts on a act as if she is this big, bad woman all the time. I do think she has diva qualities, but I think that at her core, who we saw is who she is with her husband, Coach Shaw. And who we're seeing at this reunion, she's already given out like four apologies. So I really do think that this is who she is. She wants to be a girl's girl and she doesn't really want to be a villain. But I think Lisa is bothered by people not thinking that she's a perfect great person she is unhinged about it and it's really causing her to lose her mind and i'm very excited to see that because we didn't get as much of it this season but now we're watching it and she is defensive over the understanding that you don't think she's perfect it's offensive to her yeah would she blame the reason why she was getting like dms about heather about about her being a bad mom and her doing and like being a mean girl and all that she blamed it on heather i was like yes no babe we watched the show oh and then girl. we make decisions that is not her calling she didn't say everyone go harass lisa and you know what's even crazier because lisa has chosen lds and heather mm-hmm. has walked away from it heather's gotten so much support from people who are like hey Love that though we like these values, we stand for so much more and, and, and understanding and unconditional love of other human beings. So we left too and we support you in doing this. And Lisa's like, well, 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 um, they, they love me too. The, the gays love me too. <laughs> because even though I, I'm like, girl, at its core, what Heather believes and what the church believes are no longer the same thing. So if you're choosing that belief system, those same girls are not coming to you. I'm sorry. They're just not. Yeah. Okay, ooh, thank you for the Salt Lake City aside. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that was great. Okay. All right, so does everyone have all their notes and receipts and facts and treats? Because I guess we should just get into the episode now. Yes. All right. We're here. So it starts off with like a little interstitial of the drama that's upcoming. And then we get like, you know, a classic, you know, three days earlier scene. Okay, whatever. That's fine. Trying to keep it cute. Um, the next one, it's the first scene of this show is Jackie and her husband ironically given you know obviously that she just got into an argument with Teresa over her husband also do we think Evan is hot um 
we think Evan is not ugly. Okay. I think he's like, he's over average. And I think in this crowd, that's a lot. Yes. Because mm. usually good men, especially in Jersey, the good ones are not the cute ones. Look at, I mean, no offense. <laughs> They're always greasy. But look at like Marge's husband. He, I feel very safe in their house. Mm-hmm. Marge is a safe woman. Her husband takes care of her and she loves them and they have a great <laughs> time. And you want to know something? I think that for Marge, that is actually way more sexy. Like to her, that, mm-hmm. that gets her up and going in the morning so they can have shower sex because he is a safe man and he is good to her and he loves her and he's funny and she's like listen i'm having a good life right um i think he fits in fine with the other husbands slash boyfriends slash ex-husbands because you know i I guess i gotta count (laughs) um you know they all seem to like him i I think he gets along fine i think he's kind of cute i'm not gonna lie there's something about him yeah, he's cute. She's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I agree. In this setting, he is cute. That's why I say above setting. average. He's cute. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so, and then obviously in the scene, you know, she's, Jackie's having, you know, she's trying to have some flirty with her bands, uh, witty banter with her husband. And she's like, my life is pretty spectacular as far as my family goes. Again, leading up to what we're going to see later on in the episode. So then we see more couple interstitials. Um, and that brings me to my next question. Just like, who is your favorite Ronge couple? And I'm including Dolores and Frank. Oh, then it's, it's going to be Dolores and Frank. I love their dynamic. I actually think I really it's, it's, it's healthier to me than her actual relationship. And I honestly mm-hmm. feel like she does that on purpose. I think he's never really seriously dated a lot of other people since because he would never want to put Dolores through it again but he really wants her deep down and he knows that he could never he he would hurt her and he doesn't want to hurt her and i think she's like listen as long as i'm not being hurt by him i don't care if i'm happy or not maybe that's her one true love i think they have a fantastic dynamic it's hilarious how well they should how better they are together than her relationship right now we met david and i within five seconds i said oh i think you can go actually you've been fired just very bland and blah. Yeah, but also condescending and rude. Can you go away? Mm-hmm. Right. She just... He does have that doctor complex and like God complex kind of thing going on. Additionally, he doesn't seem to put her, like make her a priority. He just doesn't seem to care. Like, and I'm like, for you to be this guy and her to be who she is and for you to act like you don't give a shit that you're with her, like, I don't like that. Yeah. He doesn't cherish her. Yeah. No um jay who's your couple i would have i didn't really think about evaluating frank and dolores as friends but i would have to agree and i think that's the caveat of their relationship if they ever got married it probably would go horrible we know um frank is a cheater and i'm sure amongst other things and obviously like he lies a couple times on the show but i mean who amongst us doesn't but nonetheless i mean he lied about like being disbarred it was on cnn yeah (laughs) (laughs) And she didn't know. She found out on stage. On the reunion. Yeah. What? Your boss has to tell you, hey, hon, your husband's getting fired by the government. Yeah, that's a hard one. Pretty bad. That's why I don't want her back with him. Like, I want her to just get with someone else. Like, I want her and Frank to stay friends. 
but let's find somebody else. This guy, David, is not going to... I truly it. don't think she'll do it. I don't, and that's no. the sad part. But also, I she know husband's she's in Jersey is, is pretty, you know, decent. I mean, if we're going to go real couple and not include them, I would actually say that Jen and Dr. Aiden are coming up for me. Because the first season, mm. it was sketchy. But what I do love is a man or a housewife who watches themselves on TV and goes, that wasn't a good look. And I really mm-hmm. do think that Dr. Aiden did in a complete 180 the next season. And he was like, I looked like I didn't support my wife. I wasn't there for her and I didn't like her. And that's not just, that's just not true. I think yeah. he just didn't want to deal with the show. And now he's like, well, this is a part of her and what makes her happy. So I'm just going to deal with it. Mm-hmm. He was a much better sport his second season. Like instead yes. of his deterioration, he went up. Like which rare, rarely do people do a better job their second season than their first yes i mean i'm looking at you bro yeah he did great um (laughs) i used to think melissa and joey had something really fun that probably would have been my choice back in the day Mm. but this season let's see what shakes out i feel like there is something going on at home because they never show us a real storyline like if they would show us at home where I would feel more comfortable, but I just don't get what's happening at home. When she said it on Wendy Williams, did y'all believe her? Because I got a lot of pushback that they people thought that it was still fake. I got some tea as to why I'm pretty sure it's real, but I wanted to know if y'all thought it was believable when she was like, we're struggling right now. I was shocked she said that. Just like I was shocked that Lisa Vanderbilt came out and said she had an emotional affair with her Dancing with the Star co-star. Like, I was very <laughs> shocked that she wow. came out and said that. That was not the news I expected this week. Mm. Yeah, no, not at all. I so I, I don't know. I couldn't read if it was true or false. I was more so shocked that she would say that. Yeah, I, mean, I could understand that. Yeah. I mean, listen, they've always kind of had a thing. Like, it's kind of been a running thing for her that he's kind of inconsiderate or kind of, I, I'm not, I don't know if I can find the words. I don't want to say narcissistic, but kind of in a way. I was going to call a him a misogynistic. Yeah, he's a yeah, yeah. There we go. That's, he's a that's... lovable misogynist. He really yeah. is. It's it's truly, he's the biggest oxymoron I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but, I, I yeah. think he's been getting away with it for a while. I think. So I... I've heard that allegedly a lot of their problems and, and fights have stemmed from in this newer cancel culture, especially with Jersey, the Wakeels being such a disappointment and things of that nature, that allegedly Melissa could actually be very nervous about like her husband's open and vocalness of probably the things that he thinks mm-hmm. about a lot of things political and especially in the it, it, during the BLM uh, resurgence of last year and everything like that. Um, whatever it is, like there's never been any like actual allegations of what he might think but i'm hearing that she allegedly is nervous about it costing her her job since bravo was on this like they were on this firing spree they seem to have halted but they were on a firing spree and it melissa cannot lose this job i think it means more to her than anything else whoa that's really shocking to me because Mm. i wouldn't have thought that was causing problems at home like it could yeah, see, maybe I it's... thought the same thing, but it could if he's like, listen, because I could see Joey being like, I am who I am. Like, that's mm-hmm. just it. Like, I'm, I, I don't care about this shit. Like, I don't care about that. Like, he's, he's stubborn, this, yeah. That, he's very stubborn. He doesn't want anything or anyone to control him. And Melissa never has. And she's like, this is the one thing that I am asking for is to reel it in. And he's like, no, I don't even bravo. Nobody tells me what to do. I am man. Hear me roar. Huh. 
Wow, Joe. That's not a that's not a good look for him. If that's uh-huh. the case, if that's what they're beefing over, like come on, Joe. And that's fair, because what's bringing the money in is is his construction business real or not? Remember, he got called out for that fake shit he was posting. So right. I right. believe things oh are not God, adding up. Yes. They were saying that you, he didn't really build that shit. <laughs> not to mention the men on Jersey get paid. So you need to care about this show. Yeah. Right. Because she wants to move. Like they're going to sell their house. And it's probably because if they do sell their house, she has a perfect excuse for downsizing without saying that they're losing money. Well, technically, didn't they put it for sale and then take it off and then... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. And we met mm-hmm. um, Teresa's, like, wannabe rumored housewife... Realtor. Realtor with the, with the terrible shots. And I had many a realtor say, whether this was supposed to be the real shots on the Zillow or not, these are not the ones that you take that should never have seen the light of day. Because <laughs> I asked. That's hysterical. Um, yeah, and she's been trying to sell this house for like 10 years, Melissa and Joe, but that's really interesting tea. Huh. I have to think about that. Like later tonight when I'm staring at the ceiling in the dark, I'll think about it. Yeah, things that, you know, Bravo Hollows do. Because yeah. everybody else okay. is like taxes, you know, COVID, their job, <laughs> their children, their lives. I'm over here like, do we really think Melissa and Joe could really get this? <laughs> Seriously. Would they ever make it on another network? Huh? What other franchise? I don't know. Like, it's real mind-boggling things. And they're we TV desperate, so they'll definitely do something else. Not to mention, <laughs> I think a great they would definitely be the 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 obligatory um, housewife couple, just mm-hmm. like the Marchesis were. Mm-hmm. And Phaedra did with her borrowed boyfriend allegedly. Yeah, she basically Ooh. just bought him for the day. So yeah, he can go on the show with her, which I understand, girl. You got to rent so that you can buy big. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, so yeah, like I said, more a couple instances shows. We see Dolores showing off her, you know, surgery scars. She apparently she got an ass lift, which I was like, is that code for like BBL? Like question mark? Which I think it is. Um, it is because she listed the ass and the lipo separate, and I was like, you could have yeah. said BBL. Yeah, she got a. You got the light on the BBL, and I think she got a tummy tuck too. Well, she did. She, mm-hmm. did. she has a tummy tuck. Money well spent. She looks good. She looks mm-hmm. great. Um, you know, as Wendy Williams says, you know, Wendy calls her the black one, so she's looking. You know. Oh my gosh, she literally calls her black Dolores, and I'm like, I just, it's a matter of time before Wendy gets her own self canceled. This is not. <laughs> these are not good words. I think Wendy is a roach in the industry, and she'll never get canceled because she's already said it all. Honestly, you're not wrong. She's already said it all. She's already had people come after her and threaten her, and and yet she's still here. So apparently, pull up to the job, <laughs> right? <laughs> like the movie, like total. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, obviously, just make note of Frank's because obviously later on we get to see David's reaction, and Frank is like basically checking her ass. She's like, "Oh my god, are you checking out my ass?" And he's like, "What? No." And they're you know joking about it, and he's like, "You're flounder. Like this is what I do to flounder. Like I chop them up, I you know open them up like that." And she's like, "My ass was floundering." And so, just going back to what we were saying earlier about their dynamic, like I like their dynamic. I think it's light. I think it's, but also caring. Like I I think they generally do care about each other um, more than I'm getting from her and David. But yeah, it's none of my business. But kind of is because. 
my job. It's on TV. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I made it my job. So it's my job. Thank you. So the next one, um, there's like Teresa and she's like talking about her dad's passing. So again, RIP no no. And I also just noticed like how it's the first scene. And then obviously the first scenes with her and Gia, because obviously, you know, her and Gia become a topic of contention later on in the episode. Cause like honestly the scene, nothing really happened in the scene. Mm-hmm. So it's just great like, editing. Wow, good point. Yeah. It was just like a little, you know, Easter egg almost. So the, the most, the, the major scene, the, the reason why we're all here. The next one, we see Jackie and Evan and they pull up and it's Evan's birthday. They're at this outdoor function. Opposite For 46. COVID. Yeah. And Jackie's trying to do this whole new attitude. We all know a renewal. Yeah. Okay, Ramona coined the phrase. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're all familiar with it's season premiere. I want to come off differently. You can blame it on COVID if you want. But she's trying to give a different mm-hmm. attitude this season. Mm-hmm. They gave me a lot more um, affection than I would have expected. I never saw that with them, even the whole episode, which led me to question if she knew these rumors were coming. Because I know many people would say that no, there's no way. But I'm also something about the way she was moving at that party. I'm like, mm. it, it, honestly, at first, when I heard that there was a lot of cheating allegations this season of New Jersey, I thought it was going to be Jackie. I thought it was going to be the woman. And not for nothing, I don't like commenting on a woman's physical appearance, especially when I know that they have struggled with different um, disorders and, and mental health things in the past. But she does resemble different this year than she did last year. There are some notable changes, mm-hmm. ones that I thought would be consistent with stress if you was out here bopping around with other men. So I was like, oh, I give it to either Jackie or Melissa. I didn't think it was going to be a man because I thought the men of Jersey, if they were going to cheat, they would have done it already. Um, but I really thought it was going to be Jackie or Melissa. Yes, we're, we're led to believe it could be Melissa. I still low-key think it could be Jackie. But it made me feel like maybe she knew that something was going to come a brew because at this party she was on him like white on rice i mean who's melissa says like she's literally prancing around like a little unicorn Mm -hmm. (laughs) that pink dress yeah yeah and she's wearing a pink dress it was like very not jackie to me like a lot of it wasn't to be honest i know Teresa was like oh yeah you always remind us you're a lawyer i have forgotten the whole episode i was like what does she do she's a mommy blogger right and she is but then she was like i'm a lawyer and i'm like you are supposed to be the serious one. Oh my monty you're in my fucking head because i literally wrote a note to myself doth protest too much jackie making mm. out in front of everybody i yes. literally with that note too i was like the drunken make out well quote unquote drunken she's trying to write it off like this light and airy i'm just having fun i'm living life it was covid now we're, we're a little freer now it, it was giving me mm-hmm. your husband cheated allegedly that's what it was giving me i'm sorry that's why it was I giving me she giving me guilty yeah <laughs> maybe oh she too maybe she just didn't get ratted maybe she knew it was one of them we're gonna get called out she wasn't sure who i mean listen i know we'll get to it but the way she was like emphatically pleading like, I need you to tell me that you yes. I was like, are you okay? Yeah, exactly. It's not that Literally. to me. Like, I'm like, okay, either it's true or something. This is the potential to break up families only if it's true. Like, if he is out here screwing other people at a gym, yes. Resoundingly, it will break up a family. But if you're as happy as you seem to be prancing around this party, what difference does it make? It's Teresa. Yeah, so what difference does it make if Teresa 
slams the gavel and says, actually, I completely lied. She's not even asking her to say, like, you just got this, like, from somebody who's not a credible source. She wants you to straight up lie and say, you never heard this. Like, Teresa doesn't have the power to undo all of this. It's already, it already happened. She already said it. Right. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, y'all, y'all are getting it. But, like, she, so I, I asked the question on the story. I was like, do you believe that Jackie's husband is cheating? And 76% of people said no. So now I'm intrigued mm. by Monty's theory that Jackie's the one cheating. Because mm-hmm. I didn't really see that coming. You know, I'm always going to believe the man's going to cheat first. But, mm-hmm. I mean. What if Teresa got it wrong? That would not be out of character. <laughs> we'll sit with that for a minute. But basically, everyone looks good and happy to be here. I made a note about Melissa's dress. I love the lime green on the extra jersey tan skin. Um, we also get to see Dolores' ass jiggle, I guess. I don't know. Love good plastic work. That was great to see, I guess. Teresa pulls up with her realtor friend. And I don't know if you noticed, and I don't know if I'm extrapolating my own data from based on, like, obviously the ending of the show, but... I felt like when they were like talking in a group with Evan, she was like looking at him in a particular way with like a smirk. I, and she's already said before that she's like, she finds him attractive and she thinks he's cute. I don't know, did y'all notice that? Or maybe that's just me. See, that's inappropriate to me, unless you know he already for the streets. If you know he's for everybody, then you might feel comfortable saying that. Mm-hmm. Mm. She, they did flash to her looking him up and down, like sizing him up multiple times. So. Yeah, I don't know if the editors were trying to tell us something, but they told it. <laughs> and then Jackie makes this weird comment. It was like, it's been a crappy year for everyone, but it's been a crappy decade for Teresa. <laughs> this is why Teresa came for that ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I, it's not great. It's not an excuse, but it is understandable. It's understandable that Jackie said what she said. I mean, yes, sure. But I also feel like Jackie, to say, you know, hey, I'm on your show, right? And I'm sorry. And I'm not someone who solely believes in the OG theory. I do think all OGs must come to an end. But New Jersey is zero without Teresa. And I'm not a tree hugger. I just simply am saying the girl went to jail on TV. I mean, we don't get that a lot and we're never going to get it again. I mean, mm-hmm. she's given so much to this show. She has never cared about how she looks. And that's just something most people cannot say. And Jackie has always had a problem with this being Teresa's show. But I'm like, you signed on? What did you think you were signing on to? It's not, if you never heard of Jersey, you at least knew Teresa Judice. I'm sorry. That's what so, I'm saying. Yeah. You know who this woman is. So for you to constantly want to dethrone her, well, she's had a crappy decade. Well, the only reason we don't know about your crappy decade and how the life you've had for the last 10 years is because you didn't have a show. You weren't on a show because the show that you're on now, Teresa built. Pretty much. And do you have the personality to come in and That's a no. capsize a her and hold the show down? The answer is a no. So be quiet. Never. Not in that pink dress. Absolutely not. Also, Teresa is tan to tan tan in this fucking party. I find <laughs> the dress my her. hand next to her arm, it the tan would be on my arm for sure. Like on my hand. Like it was I mean it all like what what freaking time of the year is this? I couldn't get that also. I was wondering. Um it was uh October. Around October. Because Jennifer's decorations were Halloween outside of her house. Mm, oh, that's nice true. catch. That's true. Okay. Makes sense. 
Um, and then, so like we said before, Jackie's weird drunken makeout with Evan. I cringed. I don't know about y'all. And then she made the blowjob joke, which... Wait, he cringed. Did y'all catch that? No. He reopened his eyes thinking that he was going to pull away and then she kept going and he goes, oh, and he literally kept going. He was shocked. <gasps> yeah, he recoiled a little bit. Oh, mm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Because it's it, like like us. He too was shocked. Like this is not <laughs> normal. Right? He's like literally. This is not the woman I've known for the past decade plus. She's what? the lawyer. She kissed me like my mistress. Not only stop, but she. Um, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I wouldn't put it past him. And that's all I'm gonna say. And again, like I said, she makes that blowjob joke, and I feel like for me personally. I'm not going to go around discussing, like, I'm not going to go around discussing the logistics of my sex life if it's to, to say the particular thing that I don't do, especially if it's a particular thing that, like, a lot of people do that it's, I don't want to say it's almost an expectation, but it's kind it of, is. but it is. Yeah. Not to mention, if she's already said she won't do it and has already explained it, her bringing it up to me was just suspect because no one was thinking about that. No one was going, oh, is he going to get some tonight? Because you've already kind of put it to bed. It's already been adjourned. You've already told us what it is. So for you to go, guess what might happen tonight? Four times? I counted four times she mentioned blowjobs. <laughs> and I was like, this and is a lie. Like, just joking. I'm like, are you like, no. Like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I you can't go around like embarrassing a man like that. So now everyone gets to know that not only is he not getting blowjobs, but she's like making a joke about the fact that he's not going to get the blowjob. Like, that's why I'm like, she must be under new management, new PR or something. She's trying to do like a spin and it's not landing. I think she's trying to take over for Teresa and I don't know who told her she could do that, but maybe she had an attorney or someone tell her like, listen, they're not going to get rid of Teresa unless they know the entire cast can perform and things we know. Jennifer can, Margaret can, Melissa cannot, you cannot. So either the whole show will be disbanded or you're both going to be out of a job unless you step it up and prove yourself. And I think that's what she's trying to do. But it really, like you said, it's, it's a thou doth protest too much. There's a lot of protesting. You don't think your husband doesn't know you don't give blowjobs? I think he would notice that by now. So for you to just randomly throw it out there, he's like, what? This is embarrassing to him. Yeah. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Something's fishy. Um, I mean, and then we cut to seeing Teresa going around telling literally everybody who will listen about this rumor. Well, well I should say everybody that will listen. It was really the cast in particular, but if there were other people around to hear her, then she didn't give a fuck. Let's just say that. <laughs> My issue is not even that she was talking about this rumor that may or may not be true. She's not giving up her source, which I can't tell if that's just because like the source is literally her inner demon thoughts or if it's because like it is somebody close and she doesn't want to give that person up, I'm leaning toward the former. But I don't know. I got a little bit of a vibe that they might have known. Known the person? Known the- no, known that she might say this because Teresa made it seem very timely. She said it as soon as the speech was done as if, they, again, producer-led. <gasps> she immediately mm-hmm. said out loud, isn't it like they were still cheering for him? And she goes... Isn't it like a thing that he like does stuff? And Melissa's like, I don't know what you're talking about. The way they all instantly were like, stop it, stop it right now. 
they've never reacted that way about a Teresa frivolous rumor or anything like that before. They were super visceral. Melissa and Margaret, especially, who are her best friends, Jackie's best friends, they were immediately visceral to the idea of this concept. They were like, mm-hmm. stop it. You don't say that. You don't say that. And then everyone's like, oh, okay. And Joe was like, oh, okay. And she goes, I'm going to go ask Dolores. And Dolores goes, oh, I don't know. Uh, no, I, I don't, I've never heard anything. And Teresa's just running around as if it was her job to tell everybody this, which I wouldn't be surprised if it was, if she gave herself that job and was self-employed, or if she actually was told to do this, they seemed like they were ready to shut it down upon arrival. Monty, I don't know if we share a Google Doc of the notes that you took, but my (laughs) literal note says... Tree really wanted to get this out. Wow. I mean, she has been in the show for countless years and this is her job and she does know it's the premiere. Yes. That's what I'm they saying. Like, do it, that. it wasn't even that she chose to say it. The timing was, the timing was bad socially, but not bad for reality TV. <laughs> no, I had a great time. Great time for TV. We so. moved I was like happy. This is great. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, thank God we got it out now. And she's pushing the envelope. She doesn't, she makes sure everyone knows. She's covered all her bases, like you said, the entire cast knows. So it's never like a, they have to play telephone. Everyone heard it at the same place at the same time. You know, what I do wonder is, Teresa must really know that she is, this is why she stays employed. Because even though she has been on the show, obviously, you know, the longest at this point, she does not have a sense of entitlement. Because what kind of a woman is an OG and she last year told a woman to physically harm another woman on her cast, didn't get any kind of repercussion. And this year, and last year she even says, I hope they don't use this because she knew she orchestrated that shit. And this year she's like, well, I'm going to orchestrate some new shit. (laughs) Like there's zero, zero line. And I kind of like it. Teresa got a family to feed. All right. She got a big ass, empty ass house. This is true. This is that very is true. Seemingly made with real materials, unlike her brother and sister-in-law. Um, <laughs> Fuck you. When they had their house on for sale on the show, shit was like breaking in the bathroom. Shit was made of fucking styrofoam. <laughs> styrofoam shit. So, yeah, whatever. And so she's got all these kids to feed. Joe is out here living it up in fucking wherever Italy. <laughs> Uh, dancing and prancing so I mean listen I, I get it like I'm I wasn't mad that she did it it just felt a little like oh, okay I'm watching a reality tv show now I was like okay I know it's a reality tv show but I like for us to pretend a little bit that it's not you know that it's not scripted to yes see. and they've done that a couple of times I just uh, we saw it on Atlanta episode I think one as well when Kenya is stuffing her face. And I mean it in the best way. She is like, listen, I'm working, but I'm hungry. And she's making sense. She goes, listen, what did you think of Drew and and Latoya? I think I'm going to make her my friend. Like it was very, we're getting, we're dipping deep into a a scripted vibe across the board. I'm watching them be fed lines by producers and I'm not enjoying that. Is it because of COVID? Like, I don't know why. I they- don't know. And by such heavy hitters, like Jersey and Atlanta, they don't really need to do that. It's feeling more docu. Less, I mean, less docu, more soap. Yep, it's giving me the docu, the soap part of the docu, soap like selling Sunset. Yes, yes, Which yes. I love, but I didn't come here for that. I came here for premiere reality TV. 
I don't know what's happening. I don't know why that is because they could, like you said, just like let it play out. They used to just let it play out and then things played out. Why did they, do they not trust the cast anymore to just give us a good season? I guess not. Maybe they've given I don't us think a they season. do because the, probably Bravo was already like, listen, you got like eight weeks to make this happen because we're not risking COVID. Like we're just not. So you got to figure it out. And they're trying to make sure that what they get because they had to do a lot to get there, especially spend a lot of money to get the cast tested every time they film. Mm-hmm. Every scene they film, they had to get tested. That's expensive. So they're like, with all this money we're spending, it needs to be the best. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, And like I said, that Melissa quote from earlier, you know, my heart is actually aching for Jackie. Jackie's over here prancing in a little pink dress. She thinks this is the best night. She has absolutely no idea Teresa's walking around this party making a complete fool out of her. Um, Which I thought was a weird thing for Melissa to say. If it's not true, if it's not true, then is she being made a fool of? I don't think so. I was like, somebody knows something. she was being made a fool out of Melissa until you said it. Like, you planted it in my mind. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then they literally cut to her prancing around and kissing Evan Raw randomly. <laughs> I said, yes, you're right. I do see it. Ridiculous. Oh, wow. I'm like, they are giving her the stupid little fool edit. That sucks. <laughs> it to be her real friend that was there, that was the one that called her the next morning. Because, mind you, her friends are, like you said, Melissa and... Margaret, but neither of them were the ones to call to let her know. It was her random, like, anonymous friend that was like, hey, super bizarre at your party about your husband yesterday. They were trying to say he's cheating on you. <laughs> yeah, that little. sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Um, and again, then Melissa and Margaret have, like, a, a moment in the bathroom, which, okay. Um, not sure if we needed to see that particularly, but it's fine. Except for Margaret set bare ass on that toilet, for sure. Oh, yeah, but they they did. I'm mean, I'm not excusing that, but they did like secure these like exclusive luxury porta potties just for them and this cast. Okay. But also, there were a lot of people at that party, so that's a lot of ass on on a seat that we all share. <laughs> she didn't think twice about it either. She just plopped right on down. That means that tells me she does this. This yeah. is who she is as an individual, and I have to say. I've never really had a moment where I was disappointed in March, and that was the moment. Yeah, it was funny to see. Uh, yeah, and so I guess the next, we're moving on from the party, and the men are evidently hungover because it was just such a banger, and Marge's Joe's <laughs> being the worst off because they show him having a flashback of him throwing up at the party. Bless his heart. He can't get let down like he used to. <laughs> his vomit was super foamy looking. Like, is he okay? They yeah. didn't do other things. <laughs> It was super, like, yeah, it gave me, like, isn't that a liquor girl? Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jackie got her rumors mixed up. Ooh. Maybe that's why Jackie was so, like, people's dilated in love that night. Who knows? Ooh. Allegedly. Let me tell you something. Allegedly, Bravo has a lot of of allegations a lot of times. <sighs> We um, love drugs. Not like using them, but just like diagnosing people with their drugs. Like, ugh, I live. Because a lot more people are on drugs than people think. Yeah. Especially on TV. You, yeah. I don't want to say you have to be, but... Uh, you kind of have to be. Yeah, kind of have to be. It's like a musician. Like, We'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor. Yeah, so we, now we're at Marge's house and we get to see some of her finished rentals. It's giving me the Betsy Johnson meets Vera Bradley, but it's also her, yes. so. Um, mm-hmm. 
I'm spot on. Rock. Um, 14, soon to be 15 year old Antonia has a boyfriend. Joe has to make his misogynistic comments, which kind of brings back to what you were saying earlier, Mani, about, I guess, Melissa's fear of his mouth. I don't know. And then Marge also tells Marge Sr. about what Teresa said. And then Melissa tells Joey about what happened. And obviously everyone's like shocked and appalled. And, you know, we're painting Teresa to have the villain edit. But Teresa doesn't care about having the villain edit because her having the villain edit still means that she gets paid the same amount. So she doesn't care. It's literally seasons like three through six, practically all over. (laughs) This is actually comfortable for her to play this role. Not new for her. And that's the thing. Jackie is so new here. She doesn't seem to know. Tariqa doesn't care. Like, it, it, she asked Marge at some point, like, when are is what when are we gonna stop letting her say whenever she wants? When is it gonna be enough? I was like, girl, never. Have you met? Have you seen the show? She can say whatever she wants. A, it drives the plot. I mean, hello, fucking engage nineteen times, prostitution whore. You're not there yet. You're okay. Relax. Mm. The next major scene, I guess, is when Dolores showed up at her boyfriend's house and her son was living there while he studies for his GMAT. Yeah, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. Why can't he move in and you can't move in? Just move in if you want to move in. So she designed the house for her boyfriend and it was built by her ex-husband. And she doesn't live with her boyfriend. She lives at her house with her ex-husband, but her son is currently living at her boyfriend's house. It's just a lot. A part of me loves the craziness, but part of me also feels like this is cute Like when you're like... 28 you know like when you're early on in your life story I don't know how I'm feeling it when I'm in my 40s 50s like I think it's getting a little played out I don't know I I mean also if you don't want to live there don't live there but if you do want to live there you can move in if your if your son can move in it's moving ready enough for your child but you can't just pack a bag it's so bizarre then she says she says like to intro it she says like quote things are a little dicey between me and david and i was like yeah yeah don't say <laughs> like <laughs> it, i mean nobody's forcing you it. to stay with them girl like like i don't know no i mean you only see the man two days a month anyway i'm uh, just <laughs> and he seems then, really resistant to everything because she said they missed you last night he was literally like i'm not doing this with you again shut up <laughs> about that i'm not don't do that and she goes, I know, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. They and then Frankie joined night. in and he's like, no, I think they would really enjoy having you around. <laughs> yeah. I can't say that even, like, damn. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sketchy. Super bizarre. It's giving me, um, you know what? I'm Superiority old. complex. Yeah. Thinking that yeah. he is better than mm-hmm. this woman that he has mm-hmm. dated when she's probably making close to the same amount he is if if not more and i honestly think especially in jersey that probably pisses him off Mm. i also wrote that he like clunkily threw out the thing about her surgeries when she was asked something he was like so when are you when's your next surgery and i was and i wrote that that felt scripted too it's like he had to say it i was saying like speaking of condescending david you know, tells Laura's that he doesn't approve of her having elective surgery and that she should have just told him, which, yeah, maybe she should have told you, but at the same time, she knew you were going to react like this, so why would she, you know? Like, she wanted to get the surgery, so she got it fucking done. I mean, how many times have we seen, like, 
you know, like a significant other being upset that somebody wants to get surgery done. It's like either be supportive that I want to have a fat ass on my back or leave me alone. If I could play a tiny bit of devil's advocate, I think it's because he sees women in the most distressed states and he has to like do surgery and surgical things because he only works with like women. He's an OBGYN that only works with women. They're in distress. Mm-hmm. And so I think he's at a place of like, if you had to elect to put yourself in this situation, he's not for it. I'm over here like, you're, you know, your body, your choice. Also, do you not know any plastic surgeons that you're friends with? So what do you think of Dr. Adrian? You don't think like it's a, it's a viable career, but I could understand why if he's only ever seen women in a situation where they're in emergency surgery, he's like, don't put yourself in that because I've seen what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I like that he said elective surgery. He was like, I don't like your elective surgery. Well, so you, well, you can be mad if I need emergent surgery. I'd well, yeah, but he did specify. It's just to say, like, I, obviously he's doing that, whole I love you the way you are. But she had already had surgeries when you met her. So, like, also she's not new to this. She's true to this. So, if you thought you were going to get with her and change her up, you're not. Yeah, yeah, and then he made that weird comment, like, when I see, when I saw the belly shirts, I should have known. Like, what? I love her buying belly shirts to prepare for her surgery. That's hysterical. I love that. Get your fucking money's worth. So when I event, we're moving on because that was a particularly weird scene, but I just did want to note the difference between Frank's response and David's response. And it's refreshing that they're so open about plastics on the shows when so many other franchises would like never address it. I mean, I wish they would try to not be open about it. Melissa still hasn't. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I mean, she remember when Jacqueline called her out for getting the four nose job? She was pissed. And I'm like, babe, you got four nose jobs. Melissa looks totally clearly. different. Like, it's, she was hot before. She's hot now. But, girl. Two different hot. Yeah. Yeah, let, let it go. It's okay. So, uh, speaking of somebody who's gotten surgery, uh, the next one we were at Jennifer's family scene. And we basically learned that her father is living with her now because her mom's uh, mean and toxic. Like, and they bicker all the time. I, I didn't see that development coming, but. Are they married? Like, what difference does it make? If they're divorced or something, why does that even matter? Yeah, are they divorced married. or are they married? I think I they're married. I figure that out either. Because they married together. I mean, not that that really means anything these days, but. I think they're married. I think that's, that's the rub. Wow. Damn. He's, he's over here looking all sick and he sad. He had to get rescued. He looks, uh, my fiance said he looks like, um, up. Yes. He does look like the little guy in up. I don't know. I, I kind of, my mom could be a little bit of a monster sometimes. And so like I could, my dad is not as pathetic as that guy, but I can sympathize for coming in to swoop up your dad and being like, damn dad, like you're going through a lot. Mom has a lot of energy and she's putting it all on you. I want to stop it but that's crazy <laughs> that she had to even do that. but like I mean damn you had to step in and save your dad it was executive decision mm. that's crazy sad um and Molly I'm just thinking about how you said earlier that Bill was trying to do like this whole like re-edit of himself also because he seems to be much more I'm a family man look um this season so we'll see and you can that. talk to me about what's going on and the housewives and stuff Though it looked like he was definitely trying too hard because she was like, you know, Teresa's saying that Evan cheats. And he goes, well, he's a good looking guy. I'm like, what does that mean? Hey, do you not think you are? 
<laughs> what does that mean? I'm worried. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> He's trying hard to be involved because, but this is not his thing. It's very clear this is not his calling. And to be fair, I've always hated the whole housewives trope that we don't tell our husbands what's happening till fourteen thousand days later. Mm-hmm. Especially when you were with them, you know, you're talking to that person on the way home, right? Like, honey, let me tell you what Teresa said. <sighs> well. We'll see. Like I said, like we'll see how that plays out. It looks like he's trying to be much, much more involved this season. So much to our chagrin. Um, and then basically we get to like the meat of the episode. So Jackie calls Teresa and she's like, I want to meet up at Margaret's, who's supposed to be this allegedly neutral party, but it's quite clear that she's not. Um, okay, whatever. Jackie does this dramatic, sad, slinky walk out of the house. And then we see Evan being this great family man with all the kids hanging on him. I'm oh. like, okay, I see how we're trying to paint this picture here. Um, also, she had a quote during this whole slinky part where she was like, when I had to tell Evan about this rumor, it was one of the worst days of my life. What? <laughs> what? Again, what are you even talking about? This is so overdramatic. Like, I feel like there's got to be truth to it. To me, Teresa got it wrong. I think that's what we're seeing here. And the whole where there's smoke, there's fire is Jackie is crying because she's like, because what if Teresa was like, okay, I know nothing. I know nothing. If he did it, girl, it doesn't matter what Teresa says. So if he didn't do it, it doesn't matter what Teresa says. Right. So if she's out of nowhere saying this, it's like, it was the worst in my life. Why? Because it's too close to you? Like, what is this? Like, who cares? I can't imagine a man freaking out over a rumor from Teresa. (laughs) The rumor is the worst part of your life? Like, maybe it was... If it was true when you found out, you're like, oh my God, my happy home is done like that, okay? But the rumor... is if the rumor is breaking you up this much, I, I really would hate for it to be real. What if he was like, listen, as long as it doesn't ever come close to the home, you can do this little mm. show. And she's like, now I'm going to have to leave. Because <laughs> it got close to home. And he didn't sign up for that. Which, I, in fairness, is true. Because I feel like I don't even know what Evan sounds like. <laughs> I could not. Like, if they put him in a lineup, I'm blindfolded. I would probably get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think last year we came dangerously close with Jennifer, you know, in the parties and everything. And he was probably like, listen, we're getting close. You're talking about our children. But I'm like, also, because she talked about this girl and her children first, just saying. So it was like fair game. But he's like, as long as it doesn't come in the home. So either she's the one cheating or it's she's like, okay, so they're bringing you into it, and I didn't know this was going to happen. He's like, you know what? I told you this would happen. It wasn't enough for me to be the cute Jersey husband. Now they're going to come after me, and it's going to affect X, Y, and Z, which, again, is still ridiculous, because telling your husband that someone, a one random woman who just went to prison, so her integrity is shot to hell anyway, is spreading a rumor about you at your party? Who cares? I'd be like, uh, yeah, look at the source. I don't, uh, I don't know what's going on. Her, her reactions to things are very bizarre to me. Um, but in either event, we're now at Margaret's house and we're having the sit down, like it's a mafioso event. And, um, you know, Jackie decides that she needs to confront Teresa, which is a really bold move, I'll give her that. I mean, confronting an OG like Teresa, 
Do you think that's why she did it at Margaret's house? It, like numbers on her side? Because when she sat down at first with Margaret, because at first she told Teresa it's because it was a neutral territory. Then right. she sat down with Margaret and was like, how long are we going to let her get away with this? I'm like, are y'all plotting a coup? Y'all going to do an <laughs> insurrection? Yeah, they definitely were plotting. That's fair. Listen, I don't know what coup they're plotting. Because if somebody had to get fucking fired from the show, it, it'll be one of them. It <laughs> absolutely was going to be Jackie. I was very shocked they brought back the entire cast. Everyone's Remember like, Remember Teresa said that on the reunion that one time when she was like, where are my enemies now? Not on this show. She was like, it's, it's history. This is the first time it's ever been three seasons of the same cast. And I'm like, that's a good thing. This is the hill y'all want to die on is Jackie Goldschneider. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Jacqueline Teresa? Goldschneider sounds like the lawyer you hire in in, in New York, upstate, yeah. not the city. Oh, <laughs> I love that clarification. And listen, I could no, because that really changes things. I was about to, but it give, Goldschneider gives me she is definitely a lox bagel getter in in New York, and you might run into her and like, oh, that's my lawyer, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> She's among the people. So she has no skin in this game, is what you're telling me. Yeah, I, I just don't feel like this is the one that they were like, unless, unless there's a cheating scandal and Teresa gets to expose it, then sure, we'll keep you. Yes. It's so scripted. Maybe. I mean, I hate to crack the code on that one, allegedly, but <laughs> quite is clearly. Is it giving you plotted between both of them? <gasps> I've yet to see that response. <laughs> But I can um, see it. It's either that, um, I don't know. Like you thing, said, there is something about the fact that Jackie came into this season with a new attitude, with the kissing up on her husband, like she all before the actual bomb drop. Like that can't be uh-huh. a coincidence. It can't and be. It's Evan. He's the least susceptible one. No one would have expected this because no yeah. one really thinks about Evan like that. So it was like, it's not one who will really actually be damaged from it. One. And then two, everyone seemed to have a reaction as if they caught it in the act. Or like Teresa had a picture. Margaret looked down like, oh my God, no, don't say that. You don't say that. She's at her house freaking out. Margaret's like, oh no, what did she say? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm like, can you relax? They're just fighting. This is Jersey. They always fight. Like this is it not a big deal yet. Yeah. Like this, you were had your hair pulled and you pull you push someone in the pool, but you're upset that Jackie and Teresa are gonna get loud. <laughs> and they began to plant the seeds last at the end of last season, specifically in the reunion. They talked about Evan so much. And then that's when they revealed that Teresa had a crush on him, and then Teresa gonna get with this Jewish guy. It's just a little plan. And then out of nowhere, Jackie's like, my husband's been good to her. No, he hasn't. We don't know who he is. He says nothing. She goes, he was going to set her up. I'm like, oh boy. Thank you. That is such greatness. I love that. We're BFF. She has no loyalty to you. It gave me pre-plotted vibes because it seemed like all the reactions jumped the gun. Like they came a little too early. Like we aren't anywhere yet with it and they're automatically crying freaking out like this is it this is gonna destroy a family i'm like a rumor on housewives period but especially in jersey a rumor and it was giving me like confrontation between enemies definitely can be planned because i I, a really good point was raised to me though i loved it and it was a great moment 
Latoya had a wig order to the house in Atlanta. Where the fuck did Drew's headshot come from? Did mm-hmm. she keep it in her backpack? Mm-hmm. She hasn't worked on TV in I don't know how many years. <laughs> did she just think that on this, in South Carolina islands, on a girl's trip in the middle of a pandemic, someone's going to give her a job? <laughs> Why does she have her own headshot signed? And she just brought it back down. I got my hair sharp. You're like, oh, touche. You're good, girl. I'm like, this was so planned. Who oh, keeps wow. their headshot? I was thinking the same thing, but I was thinking like she brought it as like a just in case. But like, why would you bring that specific? Exactly, unless you know someone's gonna come after you. And the only yeah. person coming after you is Latoya. Like, what? It's, it seemed very random. And that to me is what this fight is giving me. It feels random and it feels like all their reactions are a little premature. Oh, I'm living for this. Okay. See, I got to take off the tinfoil hat. I left it on. <laughs> Come through, tinfoil hat. That's what we needed today. Um, yeah, I mean, so just how do you feel about the fight in general? I had asked again, you know, tips to polls. I said, you know, choose your fighter. 59% voted for Jackie. And then I also was like, was it wrong for Jackie to bring up the Gia? I had said a rumor, but it, it was just like an analogy. So bring up the Gia as you know, as an analogy, and 53% said, no, that was fair. So. Hmm. That actually makes sense. That, that seems like the correct, we're, we're approaching, you know what? <laughs> this happened in October. I need to look up who the production company is because I'm just like, this is giving me immediately team Monique and team Candace. And it's really sirens. It's the sirens do potomac too um i don't think so it's the same people that do atlanta that do potomac right uh evolution? yes no that's not evolution no evolution is the it's one they BH. do a lot of the west coast yeah Here, shit i forgot who that is but i yeah it's sirens i remember does jersey um i didn't like the true Gia entertainment cocaine. oh who it's true entertainment that does potomac oh and I don't, I don't think they do, um, I don't think they do uh, New Jersey. So that means that that means it, it's competition because they're, it, it seems like they're immediately trying to put people back into that split category again mm-hmm. of what we think is fair. And if you think that gives someone an actual victim and is the villain even really a villain and this is giving me Potomac again. Yeah. Like there's two people. You're either on this side or on that side. Yes, and it, it, per your own polls, it's that's about as split as I would imagine it is. It's, it, I mean, my DMs alone, there are plenty of people who are so like, oh, it's so clearly Jackie that is in the right here. How could anyone be Teresa? And then I'm seeing plenty of people go, I don't love Teresa, but how dare she bring up Gia? Look at what people's been posting on her page. This is so disgusting. Why would you do that to her kid? Why couldn't you just say you didn't like it when your people were rumoring about your husband? Why does she go there? I'm like, oh, y'all are not on the same page. How do we all see the same episode? Yeah, I didn't like the Gia analogy, though. I get that Gia was the person she had to use to make it mean something to Teresa, mm-hmm. but going for a cocaine al- like analogy was like, she's too young for that. 
that's not i don't know how she's in college yeah yeah but she's not like 21 like i I feel like things go down in college that's what i'm saying i think it is true so she's trying to act like it's some lie she made up out of nowhere like i'm not saying Gigi gia does it i'm just saying like that's bullshit you are saying that the evan thing is probably true exactly that's literally (laughs) what i wrote down i was like she needs to clarify if well she did tweet it but i was like when i was watching i was like she needs to clarify if she's saying the gia thing she made up out of thin air so that's to say that she made the whole evan thing out of thin air or are you saying that it is most likely what is happening but you brought it up yeah but okay so if we're gonna go ahead and say mine then i'm gonna go ahead and say yours do you like it yeah although teresa would have had the same reaction no matter what honestly she would not have cared so much about him her ex-husband she would have been that's why we're divorced yeah she wouldn't have cared about joe yeah, with that, but, um, that she couldn't bring up Joe. It's like he's, as Evelyn Lozada has once said, a non-motherfucking factor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm almost split down the middle. I haven't found where, like, the my position on Potomac was team the table. I don't know where that is yet or what that's called yet, but that's exactly where I am. I was team. This was really good. When she when she said that, my, my heart skipped and my mouth just dropped. I said, ooh. No, that was a reach. Right. She you didn't even go for that out the underage air. drinking. Like she went for straight drugs. Yeah, you're right. Good point. Oh, uh, yeah, no, you're right. Because Teresa's not witty enough to be like, okay, it's college. Everyone drinks in college. She, she yeah, no, that seems very specific. Listen, like I said, Gia is grown and Gia has no strange speciality TV lifestyle. No, but she yeah. didn't sign up for it. And that's not me playing devil's advocate, but she definitely didn't sign up for this. Evan did. He's getting a check. Because the men are yeah. the only ones that get paid. Uh, of all the cities, this is the only one that they get paid to. Now, you're fair game because you're on it. So, Jackie, relax again. But I don't know. I also didn't think it was that big of a deal. And she brought it up. I said, that is exactly the point I think she's trying to make. Yeah. A baseless, random accusation with zero proof that you just say out loud on camera can actually be enough to piss you off and damage your family. And Teresa kind of proves her point immediately. With her reaction. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, like I said, like, I don't agree with her starting, saying, like, saying that, whether it was true, whether she heard it, whether it was a rumor, whether it's analogy. Um, it was whack. And now everyone's looking at G like she's, a coke fiend and i doubt that she is doing coke because she just got a nose job so you can't really fuck up your nose when you first do you know <laughs> you first get your nose done anyway so i That's doubt she's had true. time to do coke however it is college and a lot of kids do do coke so it's not really outside the realm of possibilities so that's another reason why it's kind of like damn like, that really could be true yeah and i think um, maybe that should be Teresa's point if she knew how to fight better Right. Yeah. Jackie said, I'm a smart girl. I'm a lawyer. So I'm going to hit you how it hurts. This is how it hurts. Whether she it lawyered was her. being fair or not, she lawyered her. And I love Yeah, a but good also lawyer. kind of what we were. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, I like a good lawyer moment. I'm here for it. I like it all. I liked every single thing that happened. Yeah, I felt good about it because it was so polarized. Like you said, comparing it to Potomac. Even if you're in between, you're also like fighting yourself because I find myself kind of in between too. Like, I don't really necessarily think one of them is more wrong than the other because I think they're kind of both telling the truth about each other allegedly. So I don't really (laughs) have a place in like any skin in this game, I guess, or a dog in this fight. But I was just so taken aback and like 
not happy with Jackie's whole reaction throughout this and the whole like I need you to admit this is a lie and like all this stuff you need to clear my husband's good name he's worked for this name and I'm like what name like what do you and who cares you just go it's not why do you need Teresa to absolve your husband why can't you right or why can't Evan again why do I not know what this man sounds like <laughs> we are talking about his him birthday? why can't he say I didn't do it why can't he be in the confessional going you know I was originally kind of annoyed that you know my wife told me that this was happening at my party and but you know what it was a beautiful party and I appreciate her for doing it um you know, I don't really, I don't do anything. And my wife and I have a great relationship. So that's all I'm focused on. And I'd be like, cool, we moving on. But again, that would make it too easy. That would be too much like, right, too much like Roni. So, mm -hmm. which makes me believe, I think this whole thing is somehow plotted. Because all he has to do is basically say it's not true. And I think people really would not care as much. Yeah. She needs Teresa at Marge's house. So to make it two scenes, she needs to make sure she gets in. Also, the more people that are there and the more they talk about it, the more likely it gets to made to air uncut. And she needs to make sure that it does. And this is exactly what happened. Hmm. Yeah. And then uh, Teresa just let loose. She went yeah, nuts. And then she said, F you. See, see you next Tuesday. Yeah, that <laughs> made sense to me. Because at first I was lost. I had a Teresa moment. And I was like, what? word could they completely it wouldn't show up on the subtitles and i was like oh she must have called it a c word and my fiance goes isn't it called that like in the episode title so well you actually can go i don't even know why you're here <laughs> you weren't supposed I was, to be watching this <laughs> i was beyond obsessed with it because of the fact that it was like the she said the word see you next tuesday in the hint of vpr within it of like the mm. see you next tuesdays i was like oh this is very like Aww. i don't know I miss James. I really do. I'm so. I know. I'm so okay. We're James fans on this show. Um, you are. Yeah. We yeah. Are. Oh, goody! I like him. I think he's doing very well in his quarantine. <laughs> I like to watch so his little spins. I'm so proud of him. I'm like, yay, James! And his girlfriend is moving on to full like Midwestern mommy blogger. Like she's giving me oversized <laughs> cardigan, low lights. She's giving me sensible shoes and leggings. I'm like, oh, she's walking the dog and giving us a photo haul, a whole dump. I like it. She's moving on up. I like them. I don't want yeah. Big to come back, but I like him. He's a top man over here, yeah, and he has great songs and he's a little talented. I'm not even gonna yeah, lie, but he, and he's into the stuff. He knows the he knows the rap girls. Yeah, he knows like, the good songs, the trends. Yeah, I'm into. We're into James. But yeah, love so it was that. just a nice James nod, and I love that. <laughs> yes, they did that on purpose. I like it for sure. Um, yeah, so I mean, any closing thoughts? I, I know it's too early to tell like who's I'm going to be on. I think it's almost dumb to even pick a side because I, I don't think I don't the, know. The, the girls have chosen the girls all have day, memes were happening left, right, center. I'm like, y'all are quick. Yeah, yeah you know, they're quick to make their mind up. Mm hmm. Jackie is very unapologetic. Um, apparently on social media, she's saying, like, I'm not really sorry for what I said. Like, I'm not going to apologize. Yeah, she was like, it was an analogy. And I'm like, girl, we know what analogy is. She's like, yeah, I'm a lawyer. Have you heard? I'm a lawyer. She specifically said, my analogy about Gia was simply an analogy. There was no truth to it, of course. The rest of the cast understood this, which you'll see 
in the coming weeks. The behavior at my husband's birthday party is truly unfortunate. Destroying a marriage and family is not entertainment. And I'm like, so what network did you join? Is this USA? Have you never seen Teresa Judice in action? Have you never seen Housewives? They also, did you file? You keep saying your family is destroyed. Is it destroyed or no? Like, what are you talking about? All you have to do is say my husband's not a cheater, and I know that to be true. I don't care what yeah. she says. She has nothing. There is nothing. All she did is she didn't even have to say my husband's not a cheater. Because then don't be out here making yourself a fool. Like if he really is cheating. All she had to say was, give me the receipts or shut the fuck up. Yeah, I don't know. I truly think something is up. Something is off. Their dynamic seems like either Ter- Teresa walked into a plot to keep Jackie on the show or they did it somehow together. I can't understand what Teresa would have to gain, but I could also see Teresa walking into that plot. I could somehow see them tricking Teresa into outing this randomly, and then Jackie has mm-hmm. everything she needs basically to stay employed. Because they're never going get to rid- get rid of a Teresa target. They are always going to keep a Teresa target. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, my thoughts are I think the Dreads premiere was really good. I gave it an A minus. I thought that was fair. Thought they did a great job. And I mean, fun fact my um, maid of, soon to be maid of honor and best friend lives about three minutes from Jennifer Aiden's house of 16 bathrooms. Oh, wow. That is a fun fact. Yeah, her brother has is actually friends with Gabby. They, and he's been to the house and he's like, he did get lost in the bathroom. <laughs> Wait, that's too cute. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so on that note, who's your housewife on display for this episode? And this could be anybody. It doesn't need, need to be necessarily a actual housewife. Um, I'm going to probably give it to Marge because she really committed <laughs> to her. Like, she freaked the hell out she was like i haven't even gotten this trip off the ground i just asked these ladies to go 24 hours ago and they immediately were like lake there we don't want to go there she's like no it'll be fun we can't go anywhere it's COVID." and they were like okay fine and she's like okay and it's like her first hosted trip and then immediately it's getting like drawn to a close it hasn't even started and everybody's already fighting and she's like no no it's unraveling and i just Marge is cute so i'm giving it to her in her vera bradley house (laughs) okay jay how are you feeling to transition from that marge note i will say it was so weird that they're still doing these reindeer games about the trip so she's like let's go to lake george because that's where my kids went to camp and i was like wait what and she said down the street (laughs) i'm like then wait what (laughs) So what like, is your oh. connection then? Let's go to like George because it's the only place that'll take us right now because it's COVID. Like that, that that's more realistic. Yeah, fine. let's get away from our kids and our husbands. The only place we can go is up New York, upstate. And that's probably where we would find Jackie getting a bagel. <laughs> um on the contrary, my housewife on this way is Evan. We didn't hear him utter hmm. a single word this episode, hmm. but it was his birthday it was his alleged affair that caused the whole drama and he literally we like have you seen the movie um malcolm and marie no i don't think i have okay it she it was reminding me of the the new one yes um for all the people who have seen it it reminded me of the character taylor like we never see the character but it like plays a huge part throughout the whole movie so yeah i'm giving it to evan 
Okay. Um, I don't really know who to give it to. I don't feel like anybody particularly deserves it. But I guess for OG's sake, I'll just give it to Teresa. Um, <laughs> because I feel like she's trying. You know, they gave her her script. Unlike Gia's acting, I guess Teresa's picked up acting. And I think, you know, she's just going to run with it. So I'll give it to Teresa. Not that I necessarily am for or against her in this argument, but yes, I, I got to give it to her for, you know, perpetually being the villain on the show. So. Yes. And even if she was tricked into it, I honestly feel like that would make me even happier. Because <laughs> I fully, I could see Melissa of all people being the one to even drop this into Teresa's head. Like, I think that they have like a thing, like an arrangement. And that's why she got it wrong the first time that she opened her mouth. She was like, yeah. isn't he doing stuff? They were like, what stuff? And she goes, you know, things um, at the gym. Huh? Like, she Yeah, and Melissa herself. kept playing dumb. Yeah, she, I made that note. Her and Joe just played like, wait, who, what? They're going to make Teresa say it. On that note, go ahead and plug your socials so that everyone knows. Yeah, of oh. course. I mean, for anyone who doesn't know, welcome. I hope you like me. But also, after you listen to... Housewives on display and give them a five-star rating, of course, because that's what we do for our faves. You can listen to me anywhere you podcast as well by searching Mixing with Moni and on all of the socials at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Mixing with Moni, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. Thank y'all so much for having me. This was so much fun. Thank you. you. Everything will be in the show notes for this pod. And again, like I've already said literally a million times to you, Monty, they already know who you are. So oh, it's crazy if they, they don't. don't. You always got to act like somebody out there needs to be convinced to be a believer. Convert it. We're all <laughs> about converting people. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for your patience with our technical difficulties. It's very Mercury retrograde. I'm so embarrassed, but I guess. No, yeah, Mercury is hitting all of us hard. <laughs> You're so sweet to say. Um, <laughs> it's and, true. It happens. No problem. And Jay, do you have anything to add? No, yeah. Thanks, Monty, for coming. Thank you all for listening. Thanks, Jay, for hosting. Nothing much. All right, y'all. We'll see you again next time. Adios. Bye. Bye.